What's going on, my babies? Welcome back to another podcast. As always, I apologize for any noises in advance and anything of that nature. And as always, these are for entertainment purposes only. If I say something that strikes you in some some type of way, well, I always encourage you to do your own research. You are your own person, and I believe that you can come to your own conclusions and have your own realizations. And also, I hope that you're having a good day, a good night, and... Obviously, I don't know your life, so that's why I say that these are for entertainment purposes only, and I always have to stress that. Anyways, my babies, this is the next part to basically talking from my soul about the changes that have occurred throughout my life that I look at and basically just talk about the changes that have occurred and my state of elevation, my state of consciousness, my state of looking at everything and how I look at everything. So going based off the last one, just to kind of connect these, I was living with somebody who was out of my comfort zone and hanging out with this person and existing with this person, living with this person, made me very responsible, made me very genuine made me very, I guess, made me look at life as a not-so-bad thing. When I was a kid, I was always looking at the downsides just because I was kind of taught that way, and going to live with this person really changed that fact about me and that idea that I had and these conclusions that I had set in my heart that I felt like I'd never change because I felt like that was right. When I was a kid, I used to... I didn't really complain about a lot of things, but I myself wasn't a grateful child. And when I ended up living with this person at 11 and all the way up until I was 14, it changed my view on a lot of things because it it basically showed me just how privileged I am and how privileged I was and how grateful I am for the life and for the people who brought me into this world and who care for me. And something that my family always told me was that I was the only kid that everybody came to see when I was born, which to me was monumental. To me, I felt so special. I felt so extraordinary. I felt like it was meant to be. And as a kid, I always had this inner voice that told me I'm going to do great things, that I was going to be rich, that I was going to be important, even if I didn't really see the value of importance at the time. You feel me? Like when you're a kid, you don't really conceptualize all the things that go around from the adults. You feel me? Like, you don't really conceptualize what being rich means. You don't conceptualize what being important means. You don't conceptualize what longevity and what doing good for you does. You feel me? Like, as a kid, you don't understand. You just have these ideas. And you don't know how they got there. You just know that they're yours. And, like I said, I don't know anything. But what I do know is that voice that my inner child heard throughout all my life, it never went away. It 
never once felt as though I wouldn't be of value, of importance, and that I wouldn't make a good life for myself. And so when I was a kid and I was kind of going with whatever life circumstances were handing me, I kind of just walked through life as though I was really detached. Let's just say that I was really detached in the sense that I didn't care what came to me. There was a lot of dark, dark moments in my childhood, like, um, you know, people, they're kind of stuck in a position because their family has to live in this certain area, like Section 8. People that grew up in Section 8, they're usually stuck in this condition and they're stuck in this place, right? They're stuck in this ghetto area because it's all they can afford. Well, my family got evicted and evicted and evicted and evicted multiple times throughout my childhood. I want to say three times throughout my elementary school days and then twice in my middle school days and then finally in high school everything was kind of settled or like at least more sturdy than the rest of my youth and to me walking through life through that lens I wasn't really grateful because I was like well if I'm supposed to be grateful wouldn't it make sense that we wouldn't have all this shitty things happen but I later you know in middle school when I was living with this other person and that was raising me as their kid it sh it had shown me that the reason to be grateful was that I was okay the reason to be grateful was that my family was okay the reason to be grateful was that we always had food and the reason to be grateful was that we survived even in ad in environments that we struggled in and that we were looked at as inferior and that we got casted so much judgment as a family my family got casted a lot of judgment from the external and just by neighbors by friends so-called friends by people in our own family we were just looked at as oh poor people you know and it was always a lot of things that came with that and I guess you could say that's where my shyness came from, from all of the judgment that I was viewing from the external and all of the judgment that I was viewing that was cast upon my mom, my dad, my sisters, my family, my friends. And it made me not want to speak to literally anybody. And it made me somewhat of an antisocial type of person. And. I always enjoyed being by myself because I knew that if I hung out by myself I didn't have to worry about being judged and I didn't have to worry about being liked or being hated or anything on the spectrum and being taken out of my comfort zone or being taken out of what I thought was normal was a very very like, I don't want to say it, it was a pivotal moment, but it was, and that's the best word that I can describe it to be. It was a fork in the road, and it was a fork in the road at the best possible point in time. And when I came back to basically what I found to be normal, aka back to 
my mom's house and living back with my family and my siblings. I was in high school and I was going to school with one of my siblings and for me that was something new, that was something different. I had never experienced that because the majority of my sisters are, I want to say they were almost all of us are five years apart. And I watched a lot of my sisters, I won't say all of my sisters, I watched them struggle. And from watching them struggle, I learned a lot. I learned to learn from other people's mistakes because people are teachers is something that I had realized when I was in high school. And I realized that I didn't know shit. You feel me? I was going into high school as a 14 year old with no real experience of the real world, no real experience of people, no real experience of most things. And so when I got into high school, I was very, very excited to learn. And I had a very good GPA throughout all four years. And I had really, really high hopes for who I could be. So in ninth grade, I started my first YouTube channel. And I knew that I wanted to be an influencer because it was something that my inner self wanted so bad. I wanted to help people so bad in any way, shape, and form. And what helped me throughout all of my depressive episodes while I was in high school and going through this roller coaster of youth and not knowing how to handle emotions was watching people and when people made me laugh and watching people play video games because it was something that I was so passionate about. I'd get up, eat, sleep, and breathe wanting to play video games. As soon as I got home, that was the first thing that I wanted to do. And when I was at school, the only thing that I could think of was to go home to play with my friends, to go and talk to them online. And for a long time, I used to even buy myself memberships because my family Obviously, we didn't have the money to just spend on video games. So, anytime that I got money for Christmas or for my birthday or anything of that nature, I saved it for whenever I ran out of gold. My Xbox gold membership. And there was no way for me to upload just because I didn't have a computer. And at the time, you needed a capture card. It wasn't like PS4 where you can just upload straight from your PlayStation and your PlayStation records your gameplay. It was, you either recorded it on a phone or you captured it on a capture card or you had some sort of better equipment that was in the middle that I did not know about. And me and all of my friends even started a channel together where all of us would play games together and one of us would edit because it was the only we were that person was the only person who had a computer at the time even though it was a really really cat a really really old computer a really beat up computer and this was where i realized my next pivotal moment was because in this moment i realized that i wanted to be an influencer and in that moment, I realized that I can be something grander than what I set myself to be. And to bring it back full circle, the kid inside of me always knew that I wanted to do something important. It knew that 
I wanted to do something impactful, something that meant something real. Even if it was fake, and even if people didn't understand why I did what I did, I didn't need to explain that to anybody. And so me and my friends started a YouTube channel, and we didn't really upload as much as we could just because obviously none of us had capture cards and none of us had ways to record other than um, during my high school was the time of Black Ops 2 where everybody was obsessed with that game and that game had a theater mode where it would record the game for you and you could go back and watch the game and from that you could upload that to Facebook or you could upload that to Twitter or YouTube and so that's what I did. I would upload those but it wouldn't record your voice. And so I would do voiceovers through an app on my phone. And at the time I had a phone but it didn't have service so I would just basically use the school Wi-Fi to kind of upload or download a video that I wanted to edit and I would put it on unlisted and, and send it to my friends and stuff like that so I always knew that I wanted to help people I just didn't know the vessel or the way in which I would do that and when I got to college I kind of lost my way a little bit just because the external environment that I was in I was listening to much and everybody in my environment told me what are you do what are you gonna do what's your plan like how are you gonna make a living how are you gonna survive in this world where you need money how are you gonna navigate through this society when you need jobs especially because I come from a family where poverty consciousness is what holds us down and puts a cap on our bottle on our potential and I kind of listened to what everybody wanted for me and what my family wanted for me and so I went to school and I did something that I knew would make money but as soon as you know I finished that class I went straight into another class and both of them did not make me happy and both of them did not fulfill the internal need that I wanted it to fill and I still felt this emptiness or like there was a hole inside of me that I thought money would fix and I got out of college and I got everything that I ever wanted I had a job that was paying me 18 an hour while minimum wage at the time was eight or no it was ten dollars and so for me to be making almost double that I was set I was looking at my life like wow like I'd made it and there was no hole to be filled because I had everything that I could ever want and during this time I was involving myself with a lot of people who I thought I could help because that's what I want that's the hole that needs to be filled. For me, it's to help people, to contribute a beneficial point of view on life that I can hand you because that's what we do as people. We share our thoughts and our thoughts are our views 
and our thoughts are our opinions and our values and so for me to share mine gives you a different outlook not necessarily that you will listen to my ideas or my values or my traditions or my beliefs or anything of that nature but it gives you an opportunity to question yours and to question not only yours but question minds and it gives you an opportunity to expand to grow because like I said I don't know everything and I know nothing and I wanted to open that doorway for other people so I was getting involved with people who were very drowned by their drowned by their own ways drowned by the way that they see everything drowned by their own caps that they put on their bottles drowned by their own consciousness that had never been questioned and and like I said I was listening a lot to the external instead of listening to what the voice inside of my head was saying and during this time where I was hanging out with all of these people I was also doing videos on YouTube or I had just started doing videos on YouTube where I basically talk about emotions and how to deal with those and how to deal with certain emotions is the way that I deal with certain emotions and basically just trying to provide nurturance where there was none before and to branch out and off of YouTube and off of doing funny things or doing typical things in order to expand other people and expand not only other people but the world that I live in and while I was doing this and hanging out with these people who saw the world in their colors right they just saw their world and no one else's and I took my time when it came to making decision to basically end certain friendships with certain people but I guess I took too long in making the decision whether or not to keep these people around and to the point to where it ended up hurting me and I was in a relationship that I was I don't like to say abused but it did create some sort of PTSD in my body and it did ultimately hurt me and not only that I was in a lot of friendships that they didn't really care about whether I was breathing or not which you can say it's not necessarily super important to have friendships where people really care about you but to me it is and I always wanted to take quality friends over quantity just because I grew up as that shy kid and so I decided to cut these people off and when I did that's when I really started to get right back on my right back on track essentially and it was one of the biggest forks in the road that ended up helping me for the better and yeah so I'm gonna continue this in the next 
podcast. And I know these are kind of short, but I don't want to overload. So, <laughs> yeah. I hope that you have a good day, good night. As always, my babies, come up with your own conclusions. You're your own person. Make other people question their reality, just like you question yours. And, yeah. Have a good day. And I hope to see you in the next one. Peace.